everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltop, and I couldn't be happier to have you here with me today. The Soul Circle Podcast is a beautiful place for us to gather, to be, and to connect, and to know that you are in community. We are here together. You don't have to do it alone. It's no fun, right? No one wants to go at it alone and you don't have to, which is why this is not only a podcast, but there is also a corresponding community space. Come by, introduce yourself, say hello. You can find the link in the show notes below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Let's jump in to today's episode. And I am excited about this episode because I want to talk about expanding. And it is something that I was never good at really in life. I will tell you, I played small. I hid in the shadows. I did not want to be seen. Really wanted to blend into the background. And slowly over time, I have grown into myself, become more sure of who I am, found my way on my own path. And no matter where you are on your journey, if you're in it and you're playing small and you're not sure what your next step is, know that you will don't have to stay there, that you can find your way through that. You can find yourself back to who you are because it's in you. You will never lose it. It is at the core of you. It is there. It is attainable. It does take time to unearth but it doesn't mean it's not possible. And maybe you have already found yourself and you're in this epic, amazing, beautiful place. And if so, I honor you. I applaud you. And I am so grateful that you have carved the path forward for all of us to do it and to know that it's feasible. And for me, when it comes to expanding, I want to share a story with you first because it's really the path that I've been on. Now, growing up, I lived in, you know, a small house. I had three brothers. The house had three bedrooms. I shared a room with my, one of my brothers for many, many years of my life until I was granted the beautiful privilege being the only girl in the family to have her own room. And it was tiny. There was no closet. There was a weird slanted wall, but it was my space. And I loved every square inch of it. I moved my furniture around like there was no tomorrow, even though there really wasn't many places to put the furniture. I found every single arrangement possible. And I loved being in that space. And it was small and it was comforting and it was my safe landing. When things were chaotic at school, when the unknown was happening or I was going through heartbreaks, I could close that door and be completely contained and know every square inch of what was around me. I could know who had the potential of coming through that door. And I felt very safe and secure there. And it really was this cocoon in a way. And 
after that, I lived in my college dorm where I shared space with other girls. And, you know, people in and out, all sorts of things going on in college. It wasn't that safe cocoon feeling that I had at home, but I made the best of it. I moved to Pennsylvania, where at the time I lived with my boyfriend and his family. A whole different environment, a whole different space, not that safe, you know, cocooning feeling that I had in my childhood bedroom. And then I moved to a one bedroom apartment with my other boyfriend at the time. Yes, I had many boyfriends <laughs> and wonderful, beautiful. But it was a shared space. It was not just my own. And when you are living in a shared space with someone, there is this compromise of how things look or where you place things or whether the dishes get put away by you or they end up sitting there and you figure it out, right? And you navigate through it. And after dating him, I moved into my studio apartment, which was one of my most favorite places to live because it was as if I was back to that childhood home where it was a space all my own. It was a place where I could put things and leave them there and knew when I closed the door and came back, whether it be five minutes, an hour or a week, it was going to be exactly where I left it. No one was entering in or out of that space unless I invited them. I decorated it with things that meant something to me that filled me up, that were a part of my travels or that I got from friends or that I intentionally chose because it brought me joy. And it was wonderful, absolutely wonderful to have that space. And as I look back on my journey through life, it was being in that space where I did a lot, a lot, a lot of my self-growth work and where I began to expand and find my voice, find who I truly am at the core, what it was that filled me up, what it was that brought me joy. And I did that through a lot of reading, reading many different books, experimenting in lots of different things, going on art retreats, meeting new people, making all different types of friends and seeing what felt right, what didn't, and really taking the time to sit through the hard stuff. And there is a lot of hard stuff, right? No matter who you are and what where you live, who you lived with, what, anything. There's stuff that happens. There's stuff that scars us, stuff that causes pain and we carry with us and we can't let go of. And it's going to continue to happen all throughout your life. Those things are going to come up. Those things are going to happen. But it was in that space that I started to learn how to work through them, how to navigate them, how to not keep pushing them under the rug the way that I always was doing and pretending that if I just swept it far enough, I wouldn't have to deal with it. And that's not the truth, right? We cannot sweep things under the rug and they magically disappear. We cannot 
pick up all our stuff and move to a new location and think now everything is going to be amazing and wonderful and brand new. All those struggles, all those issues, they travel with us wherever we go. The only way to not carry them with us is to deal with them, right? And so that was another cocoon. That space was a soft landing place as my childhood home was. It was a place for me to experiment, to learn, to break down, to cry endless amounts of tears. But through all of it, I found my way to myself. And there's a huge part of me that thinks if I never lived on my own, if I had continued, you know, living with someone or jumping into another relationship and living with them, that I wouldn't be the person I am today because I needed that time and that space alone. And that's not the journey for everyone. But that was the journey that I needed to take in order for me to find my independence, to see what I was capable of doing and seeing that I could figure this out, right? I could figure out how to pay my bills, where I had to go to change my oil, who to call if something broke and I had no idea how to fix it. What do I do if I'm broken down on the side of the road with a flat tire, which back in the day, I don't know why, happened to me many, many times. Thank goodness for AAA. <laughs> but you learn, right? And that's what I did during that time. I did an incredible amount of learning and expanding. And then again, continued to move to new spaces with new people. And I say that as if I lived with so many other people after that. But after living in that space, I moved into a space with Dustin and we shared it. And then we moved into another space, shared it together. And then we moved into this house. And moving in here, I really felt like this was similar to my studio apartment, where it was going to be a time for me to really embrace what was in front of me and expand in ways that I needed to, but wasn't capable of because I didn't have the space to do it. And before I needed those tiny spaces. I needed a place where I knew what was exactly around the next corner. Because by knowing that, I knew how far I could stretch. And I knew what was comfortable, right? But it also gave me sort of this open grounds to play, to learn, to experience, right? And that was great and wonderful. And I experimented. And I found myself. But you can only go so far in that tiny space. I was growing and growing and I grew to where I could go. And then there comes that point in your life where you have to go to the next level. And that's going to look so different, right? For all of us, what does that next level look like? What does it look like to get there? Does it mean moving across the country? Does it mean dropping friends that really aren't working for you and seeking out the ones that do? 
Maybe it looks like ditching that job that is sucking the life out of you and finding something that fills you up. It can, it can come in so many different ways how we level up. And it's going to change, right? As we go throughout life, what this leveling up looks like, what it means to you, how you get there, what you need to do to keep leveling up and growing. And so in my tiny studio apartment, I got as far as I could. And then I met Dustin and there was this whole new level of growth and this leveling up into me expanding into a way that I couldn't have done on my own. I needed him to help me see certain things, to experience different things. Because that's what we do for each other as people, right? We open the doors to different things that others might not have walked through had they not had that friend or person to walk through the door with. And together we grew and we leveled up. But then we only went so far. And then I realized we needed more. But what was that more that we both needed? And for us, it was space. And coming into this house gave us that space in a way we never expected, right? Never did we expect to live here. And just opening the door and walking through and realizing, wow, this house is an opportunity. This house is a gift from above to let us see how much we can expand and grow and become and create the next chapter of our lives together, not only together, but also as individuals. What is that going to look like for us as individuals? And I remember walking into what is now the space that I record my podcast in. It is where I have my altar. It is where I do my art, where I teach my writing classes. It is my sanctuary. And this whole house is my sanctuary. But if you walk into this room, you can feel my energy. You, it, it reminds me of my studio apartment, of my childhood bedroom, where I completely allow myself to just be as I am, to hang up things on the wall that really resonate with me, to have little things around from friends or from my travels, things that make me smile and bring me joy, and to be very intentional about what is put in here. If you walk into here and then you walk into Dustin's office, there are two very different feelings of energy in them. Here it is cozy. I have up my twinkle lights, candles lit all the time, my salt lamp. My yoga mat may be rolled out. I sit mostly on the ground. And you can feel that energy instantly and you're enveloped in it. And I love that about this room. And it has been a place of growth for me. If we were back in the apartment that we were living in prior to this, which was wonderful and amazing. But if we were there during that lockdown time, 
I don't think I would have taught online classes. It would have been a very different experience because we didn't have the physical space to be able to do those kinds of things. We were on top of each other. If I was teaching class, he would have had to have the TV quiet and he would have had to almost kind of do nothing while I was teaching. And that's not fair. But here I'm able to come up here and close the door and enter into this beautiful world that I created. And I realized that I needed this for my heart, for my soul, for myself. And that I could have come into this space and not have created any of this. This could have just been another room, right? I didn't have to make it my beautiful sanctuary that I manifested it into. But I listened to my heart. I listened to what I really needed. And it, what I love is that I know I don't need the big spaces, right? Like I am talking about expanding into space. But I can see the way over the years that I also embraced those tiny spaces and created also what I needed there. And so when we were living in our apartment, it was just a one bedroom apartment, super tiny kitchen. You walk right into the living room slash where we had our kitchen table. There was the tiny kitchen, the bathroom and a bedroom. Wonderful, cute little front porch that you could sit on with two chairs. But right next to the couch was a small space. It was sort of like snuggled in this corner where there was a closet door and then also like the stand for the TV next to the closet door. And in that tiny little corner where you would open up that closet door, right next to the couch, I slid in my grandmother's suitcase, which I use as my altar. And if you walked into that apartment, you'd be like, well, why is this here? This looks so strange. But I didn't care because it was what really brought me joy. And on that altar, I would place things that were meaningful to me. And early in the morning before I would head to work, I would turn on the Christmas lights because we kept Christmas lights up in that apartment all year round. And it was one of my most favorite things because there is nothing like the glow of Christmas lights. And so in the darkness, with just the Christmas lights on, I would sit in that little corner next to the couch, next to the closet doors, tucked between the TV stand. I would light my candles and pull my cards and journal. And it was how I began my day. And it was peaceful and it was wonderful. And when I look at my altar now and I see it in this space, I love that it was nestled in that tiny space, that I didn't have to have something big and grand to be able to do those practices. I just had to have something that felt right for me. And so there is this expansion into what's to come. And this room that I'm in now, the sanctuary, I have seen how I have expanded into it. But now there is also this yearning inside me, this inner voice that is saying, keep going. Don't stop here. Turn this home into what you want it to be. 
And so we have been here now before the pandemic. I don't even know. Maybe a year before that. I'm so always lost with time. And there is only three things hanging on the wall of this house. (laughs) One is in my room here. Everything else is kind of leaning, beautiful, but leaning. Another is in the downstairs bathroom. And then one thing in the kitchen. And it took us a really long time to even hang up those two things downstairs. I was pretty quick about the one in my room, (laughs) but downstairs, it took a very long time. And there were almost all of these voices inside me that felt like this is temporary. Being here is temporary. So don't really settle in, right? Enjoy it. Be present in it. But don't put too much effort into it. And I don't know why I felt that way. Because, the, I mean, living here is a dream. It is beyond anything I ever, ever, ever could have imagined growing up. I drive up to this house and still cannot believe that I am here. And I think that was a part of it. I almost felt like I didn't deserve this space. That it was going to be taken away from me. That, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Just that I wasn't meant to be here, maybe. I don't, like, not meant to be here, but that this was so much space. How could I be here in it? Was I deserving of so much space? And, you know, we hung up those two things. (laughs) And, you know, decorated here and there. But again, it's still very much a blank canvas. And it hasn't been until recently that I've really gotten this feeling to ground myself into here. To almost put our stamp on it, to make it ours, to hang things on the wall. That feels so permanent to me. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but I feel like putting something on the wall feels so permanent and scary that that is why I haven't really done it. But I want to. There are certain pieces we have that we want to find a place for. And it's just making that conscious decision to say, yes, we are going to put it here. And we're going to enjoy it. And we're going to absolutely embrace this space and expand into it. And live in it. To know that it is not perfect, but it is imperfectly ours. And things will happen and things will break and things will fall apart. But we'll also put them back together. And that is a part of the journey. That is a part of the growing and the expanding and the finding. Just like I have been broken, I have fallen apart. I have been crying in a puddle of tears, thinking that there would be no tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes. And I've picked myself up and found my way forward. And I am so grateful for that journey that I have had before this to prepare me for these moments here. 
where I can see where I've been holding back, where I do need to really allow myself to expand even deeper into this space beyond this cozy little sanctuary that I've created in these four walls in my tiny room. To know that I can expand beyond that and keep growing and seeing what is around the next corner. And you can too. And again, it's going to look so different for each of us, what that expansion looks like. But the one true thing for all of us, no matter what the action is, is knowing what is true and right for you. Hmm. Think about that for a moment. What is true and right for you? Because when you know that, when you know what is true and right for you, you can figure out what you need to do to keep fueling that fire so that it doesn't go out. Because you don't want that fire to go out. The world doesn't want that fire to go out. The world needs that from you. And it's about acknowledging it and recognizing it and finding it. And I'm excited. I'm excited for this expansion. And it also feels, nesting isn't the right word, but it sort of is, I guess, because it feels like, and the reason I say nesting is because it feels like bringing in these comforts. and bringing in all the things that comfort me and comfort Dustin and bring us joy and remind us of the beautiful moments and having that be what surrounds us. And then living in it and appreciating it. And even if it is appreciating, just sitting in the grass in the backyard, breathing in the fresh air, lighting up a fire around the fire pit, because that's something we absolutely love to do together. Those little moments are those moments of expansion also. When you're being true to you. When you're doing whatever it is that brings you joy, that takes you closer to where you're meant to go. And it's exciting, right? It's exciting to expand. It's, it's hard too, right? Because it's scary. But find a place for you that's your comfort, where you can do the work, where you can show up and kind of pull back all of the layers so you can see what is it that's true for you? What is it that lights you up? And then go for it, do it, be in it. I have had a list, oh goodness gracious, forever. Let's even take it this way. Right before March 2020. I don't want, I don't even want to say right before because it was probably a few months before. We had brought a new rug to put underneath our bed. And we have it in the room. It is not under the bed, but it has been in the bedroom since before March of 2020. And you think, 
oh my gosh, like we have this whole pandemic where we're not going anywhere or doing anything, that rug will totally get put under the bed. But putting a rug under a bed is a huge job and we have been putting it off. (laughs) And here we are. It is 2021, almost October, right? And that rug is still not under the bed. And so that is one of the many things that I have had on my list of things that I just want to do so that this feels more homey, feels more us, you know, I don't want to keep clutter. I don't want to have things around that I don't need, that I don't use. I want to donate them. I want to get them out of the house for people who can be using them. And so, so many things on the list, you know, cleaning out certain drawers, cleaning out certain closets, doing little tiny things. And so for me, my goal is to look at that list and each week choose just one thing, one thing and do it. One thing is I have all the screens for the windows sitting in a closet. And I need to put the ones on for the windows we're going to open and then put away the other screens that we will never use. Put them in the attic, right? No need for them to be sitting in the closet. And so things like that, things that are just that everything on the to-do list that you never get to. But once you do it, you feel so good that you did it. And doing those little things is all for me. It, for me, it is also a part of that expansion because it is filling up my well, cleaning out the clutter, finding what only really needs to be here and what doesn't can go. So when you think about yourself expanding and growing and finding your voice and becoming more you, what does that look like for you? What does that feel like for you? Pull out your notebook. Let's write about it. I give a writing prompt every week because I really feel like it is a beautiful opportunity to explore whatever it is we're talking about and go a little deeper. And you can hear my perspective on things and maybe they resonate, maybe they don't. But when you put pen to page, you're going to find what really is deep in your heart. And that is the most important thing. So think about your own expansion. Think about your voice. Are you using it? Are you showing up as you? Or are you showing up as a certain version of yourself, depending upon who you're with? Know that the world wants to see you for exactly who you are. And that is what is most needed. So how do you tap into that voice? How do you tap in to being able to expand into who you are exactly as you're meant to be? And so on your paper, right, if you heard my voice, you would hear. If you heard my voice, you would hear. Now set your timer for 10 minutes and write. See what comes up. See what spills onto the page. Do not judge it. Do not avoid it. Just get it down. Know that you can always crumble this up, toss it. Whatever you write doesn't mean you have to keep it. 
but it is the process of writing and getting it out of you is what is important. So do not skimp on that. 10 minutes. If you want to keep going, please keep on going. Write as much as you can. But if you heard my voice, you would hear. What would others hear? Oh, I am so grateful for you. So grateful for this community. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to the Soul Circle podcast. Please come over to the community space and say hello. We are there every day. I love you. I adore you. I am grateful for you. I wish you an absolute wonderful week ahead. And I encourage you to keep expanding and leveling up and knowing that the world wants to see you shine. Sending you so much love. I will be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a wonderful week ahead. <laughs>